and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one hopeful page of Talmud every day. And in today's page, Rosh Hashanah 24, we read of a momentous occasion. It has to do with when the new moon was sanctified, a decision that has tremendous impact on Jewish daily life because our calendar is part solar, part lunar. And on the occasion that the Bet Din, that the rabbinic court would declare the moon sanctified, the entire nation, we are told, every single person would respond, Amen. Nowhere else in Jewish law are the entire Jewish people described as answering Amen together. And that amazing image of everyone coming together in prayer and in blessing to sanctify something that you would think we have no control over, like the moon, is just very beautiful and powerful. And it gives me great pleasure to welcome to the podcast someone who knows a thing or two about the power of collective prayer to literally change things that we think would be immovable to prayer. Dr. Gary Onick is medical director at the Center for Recurrent Cancer in Aventura, Florida, and an adjunct professor of mechanical engineering at Carnegie Mellon University. Dr. Onick, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me, Leo. It is it is really an honor to be here. Dr. Onik, by way of introducing you, I, w- I want to read a line from an unbelievably moving piece that you wrote that is forthcoming in USA Today. You're right. When in 2018, I was diagnosed with terminal prostate cancer that had aggressively spread to my lymph nodes and bones, I knew that prayer had to be a major component of my cancer management. Tell me about this journey. Well, I grew up as a scientist in the academic way. And being a scientist, I was naturally an atheist because empiricism came to us uh, two centuries ago from uh, the scientific community, which basically said, if you can't touch it, feel it, taste it, uh, measure it, then it doesn't exist. And therefore, God went out the window. And the arc of my experience as a doctor basically said that there is a spirituality, there is a God, because I saw certain things that happened, and uh, if my mind was open to them, it was going to convince me. I think the biggest event that happened for me was I had a patient who had terminal liver cancer, and nothing was going to cure him. And rather than go through all the usual chemotherapies and things like that, he had his church do a prayer chain around the world for him. And when I saw him and no other treatment, when I saw him, he was five years out and he had been cured from his cancer. And I could see the films myself. And based on that, I had to say, well, this is real. Now, how do I put this into a framework that makes sense for me? And I started uh, looking at the scientific basis of how something like that can happen and uh, learned so much about quantum physics and the various uh, forces and mechanisms by which our consciousness and prayers can actually become real. So that was the experience that I had to bring me to this point where I said, okay, I'm going to die. I know that I'm going to die. It's my field. I've seen patients over and over again end up dying from this after going through some, you know, very, very difficult treatments. The main treatment for what I had 
which was metastatic prostate cancer, was castration. And with all of the problems that come with that. And so I basically said, okay, prayer is going to be a major portion of my treatment. But I also had something else going on in my research that had an impact on this. And so I hooked prayer and I made a video and I put it on social media and it went around the world and had people from all walks of life, all religions, and some not religious, secular agnostics. Were you surprised by, by this response? Because it was a massive response, really, literally, all over the world, every belief and non-belief or quasi-belief system. Did, did that kind of shock you? It did, because so much of our society right now and our media and it is trying to, I think, downplay a spiritual connection and, and people's religious lives that uh, when you see it happen and you see this groundswell, it does open your eyes to the fact that there's a, a great need and I think yearning for a spiritual connection in people now. You write in your piece, I am now three years since my diagnosis. Prayer combined with my own immunotherapy treatment has left me free of metastatic cancer and potentially cured. Yes. Um, I mean, it's an interesting situation. I was the only person in the world that knew how to do this treatment. And so I had to find someone who could help me do it. And I actually did the procedure and my treatment while I was awake and I directed my own operation. <laughs> I've, I've heard of DIY, but you're really taking it too far. <laughs> it was unique. And by eight weeks after the procedure with everyone praying for me and that procedure finished, I was free of disease. And I've had no metastatic cancer since then, it's, and it's three years out. I think there's another interesting aspect to this, which is that what are the chances that I would get a disease that only I in the whole world would know how to cure and then get this additional chance of, at life? The odds of it are beyond even calculating. And so, you know, I see that there's a hand in this that is giving me the opportunity to continue working on this, to bring this treatment to, you know, the world, you know, the, the millions of cancer patients that, that need this help, just like I did. Dr. Onik, I am so grateful to you, not just for being our guest, but for all the work you do. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia, with help from Quinn Waller. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon. <laughs>